Hi guys, welcome to Barely Bearable, episode 80. 80 for Brady. Um, I refuse to see that movie just because of the stupid title, 80 for Brady. Um, anyway, welcome back guys, how you doing? I'm actually still sick from last week. Well, I guess two weeks ago now. I went to Delaware with my, my friends and their family and one of their kids coughed directly into my mouth and I've been sick ever since. So thank you, Richie. I know you're four, but thank you. And, um, I was taking him into the ocean. Um, only to our like feet. I got nervous cause there was rip currents and I'll get into that in a minute. And I'm taking him in and he looks at me and he goes, why are you short like mommy? And he looks up at me why you short like mommy and i told i told the the father that the father's six three by the way and the father says tell him because you didn't eat your breakfast so i did i go hey richie i'm short because i didn't eat my breakfast so the next day i saw him eat his breakfast because he didn't want to be short like mommy i thought it was the funniest thing um but then later that week we went back in the water and we got caught in a rip current and we were just in maybe a little deeper than our, our ankles or so. And I sunk into the, the sand about, I'm not kidding, like almost a foot. And then it was pulling us into the water, the rip current. And he was getting dragged into the water. I'm grabbing this kid's hand, like, like it was about to, his hand was about to fall off. And he looked at me in such terror and everyone's looking at me from up at the beach. And I was just like, it scared the shit out of me. Like if I let go of this man, this man, this child, our, both of our lives will, would never be the same. <laughs> he would probably have lost his and I probably would have lost mine in a different circumstance. But, um, it was scary, but anyway, we went to Delaware, and it was um, it was great. Our neighbor was Ryan Phillippe, Reese Witherspoon's ex-husband. I didn't see him. I'm the only one that didn't see him, but apparently he was our neighbor, and everyone saw him. Um, he's hot. He's hot, and I'm jealous I didn't get to see him shirtless on the beach jogging. He would jog every morning, apparently, and I missed it. What the actual fuck? Speaking of what the actual fuck... My friend, who shall not be named, my straight male friend, who, he he annoys me. He really does annoy me. Because he'll be at, like, a deli and be like, oh, I met this gay guy. He wants to meet you. Like, something weird. So, today, I'm minding my own business. I get a text message from him. And, um, he's from Greenwich, Connecticut, which is a very, it's a very nice area of, um, Connecticut. Which is, I actually live very close to it. I live like a mile or two from it. <coughs> I can't stop coughing. So he texts me a photo of a man, uh, a man's torso, a muscle man's torso, and he's hairy. And he goes, hey, this is my gay friend, and he wants to meet you. He thinks you're cute. I'm like, what? Like, you don't have gay friends. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I do. So let me read you the text message like exactly what he wrote like you can't make this up you cannot make this up like it's ridiculous so i get a photo of a hot man and i wrote who is that and i wrote i love him as a joke 
and he wrote, I can set I could set it up for you. He's single. And I wrote, face. Then he wrote, he has an average penis. Like, how would you know what his penis looks like? Then I wrote, ah, no thanks. Like, I don't want to meet this dude. Then he wrote back, he's a trust fund kid. Then I wrote, I'm good, LOL. He wrote, Danny, you want to travel and be a housewife. You need <laughs> you need to compromise. You can't have it all. Then I wrote, who is he? And he wrote, my friend from Greenwich, he thinks you're cute. I told him you're annoying. I told him you're an annoying bottom looking to be taken care of. I wrote, you don't have any gay friends. And he wrote, I have lots. I keep them separate from one another. You are all catty and fight easily. It's either you fight or you fuck. Then I wrote, you're insane. But how tall is he? Does he have a beard? He wrote, he's 6'1". He's bearded and hairy. And I wrote, sold. What does he look like? What's his name? And he sends me his name. I'm going to change his name. His name's Frank. And he sends me a photo of him. And I'm like, wait, I recognize this guy. I wrote, is he a cop? The one that got divorced? And he wrote, yeah, he could put you in cuffs. Really quick, I sat with this man at a child's birthday party a couple of months ago. And he is not gay. So I wrote, are you fucking with me? He wrote, I'm not kidding. He's gay. Then I wrote, you're so rude. Then he FaceTimes me and he tells me, yeah, I want to set you up with him and all this stuff. I was like, so did he recently come out? And he goes, no, he didn't actually come out, but he sent me a shirtless pic. So I figured this is him coming out. So this dude isn't even gay. My friend just jumped to conclusions and came up with this whole story how he recently came out and how he thinks I'm cute and wants to meet me. Like, what the actual fuck? Like, I was actually excited for a, for a, for two minutes I was excited about it. But, um, it turned out it wasn't real. So I'm actually quite annoyed at him over that because the one time I'm, I actually kind of believe him it's not true. So I told him he lost all privileges of trust and everything because what an asshole move. What if I started man trimming and doing my, all my things, you know, I'm going to get my back wax for this guy. I'm going to get a manicure. I'm going to get all ready for him. And then to find out this is all bullshit, but I think it's funny that he wrote, well, he's not actually out, but he did send me a shirtless pic. He probably sent him a shirtless pic because he probably got in really good shape after his divorce and stuff. But what the actual fuck? It was all it was all f- fake, false, fake news. But um, I kind of think it's funny. But like I I talked about it before. I've been in weird situations where people were like, "You gotta meet my brother's cousin's uncle's sister's mother's milkman's assistant's best friend." He's gay. He's hot. Like, I, I hear it all the time, you know? And um, I I keep meeting gay couples, and I'm like, how'd you guys meet? And they're like, oh, our friend set us up. I'm like, what? Like, do I even believe this? I don't know if I believe them anymore, because, like, what are the odds of that actually working? You know, I came up with a funny, um, a fun dating game like a dating game show where two best friends 
one's a gay, a gay, one's a gay, and one's a straight, a straight person, and they're both looking for love, okay? So let's say me and Carrington are both looking for love. I go on dates with men that I think would be a good fit with her so i go on the date with him to make sure that they would vibe and she goes on a date with a gay guy to see if i would vibe with him then in the end we go on a double date that is my gay dating show i think would be good but um i don't know if i trust i i honestly think i only trust her to set me up with someone which is sad. I don't really trust that many people to set me up. I trust my sister too, actually. Um, not my father. My father would be like, "Look, a gay, go on a date with him." Like he would no- have no idea what my type is. I don't even know my type. I don't really care about height anymore. Like I used to be like, he has to be over six feet, but you have to be at least taller than I am. So basically, you have to be over five four to get on this ride. And that's basically the whole world. So that narrows that down. And I'm also not into and I'm also not into blonde guys. I like dark hair, dark features. So if you know a mo, let me know. <laughs> if you know a mo, let me know. Okay? That's that's the way to get set up is through people. So if you're in the metropolitan area, the tri-state area, and you know a mo, let me know. Um, so that is my intro. It was 10 minutes. How did I do? Good, huh? Okay, so also, I went on a date with a man the other day. Uh, obviously a man. Um, we were talking on Hinge, I think we, we met on Hinge. And, um, we met up here where I live. And we went to a restaurant. He was really cute. He was from a different country. I'll just tell you where he's from. He's beep. And, um... Works in the area. Well, I should probably not say where he's from. Whatever, I'll bleep it out because, you know, I don't want you to narrow it down. Anyway, he's cute in person. He looks like his photos. He's actually cuter. And we go on a date. It's going well. Then he starts talking about, like, dating around here and how it's, like, not fun. And I'm like, yeah, it sucks. I've been on several dates around here. And he tells me how he hooked up with a guy like a, a couple months ago and he got three STDs from him. He got chlamydia, gonorrhea, and he got herpes. And he goes, luckily they're all curable. I was like, well, one, one is, I mean, one is not. And he goes, what? I go, herpes is not curable. He goes, no, no, it is. I, I took a pill and it's gone. And I know herpes is not a big deal. And you know, it's, it's, uh, you could only really get it when it's inflamed and whatnot. So I'm not shaming him in any way about that. I'm more concerned that he didn't know that it was not curable, number one. And number two, and the fact that he was gaslighting me, saying it was curable. And it was just, it was strange to me. And I would actually date someone with an STI or, you know, I would date someone with HIV. It wouldn't really bother me as long as, you know, I'm on prep and we, you know, we have safer sex and whatnot. It wouldn't really bother me. But the fact that he didn't really know anything about it weirded me out. You know, like, you're going to gaslight me. I I was going to be a health teacher back in the day. Like, get out of here. Get out of here, son. So, um, 
that crashed and burned very quickly. And then there's this other guy that he friended me on Instagram. We have a lot of gay friends in common. He lives up here. And um, he asked me out a couple of times. And I gave him a white lie. I'm talking to someone. Yada, yada, yada. White lie. You know, I'm not interested. But he kept, kept asking me. And I said, look, you seem like a nice dude. I'm not interested. Point blank. And then he liked the comment. And then friended me on Facebook. Like, get the fuck away. You gotta be more aggressive, I guess, these days. You know, I'm never rude to people that I don't want to go on a date with. I'm always polite. But if you ask me fucking five or six times, I'm going to be like, bitch, take a fucking hint. I'm not interested. There's no... I mean you got to do it politely. Like you have to be nice. Don't like no one likes a douche. I'll never forget. I, um, I went up to a, a gay guy, a hot gay guy at a bar. And I was like, hi, I went up to him like confident and shit. Like, I was like, who am I? Ryan Gosling in that movie. I don't know what movie that is, but you know, that movie. And I walked up to him and I was like, hi, I'm Danny. And he looks at me and he goes, nope. And walks away. Like, fuck you. Like, people are are nasty, so I I try to be cognizant of that and be nice because karma's a bitch. Karma will get you. So, um, in this case, he asked me five times, and I had to be a little assertive. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, my God. I have so much stuff on this list to talk about. Okay, Madonna canceled her tour. I mean, it's not fully canceled but i'm assuming it's going to be canceled apparently they found her unresponsive and was legally dead so they had to use narcan apparently so narcan you use that for people that have drug overdoses like like on heroin and stuff and you put it in their nose and it raises their blood pressure and it brings them back to life but apparently i heard if you have toxic shock syndrome and you you need it. I mean, what am I trying to say? And if you pass out or look like you're dying, you put that in their nose and it revives them. So in that case, it actually worked. So I'm assuming her tour is probably going to be canceled or postponed until next year. It's a shame because this was supposed to be a crazy tour and I was looking forward to it, but I'm happy that, you know, she's alive. This could have been a lot, lot worse. She could have lost oxygen to her brain and became a vegetable and died, you know? So, um, I mean, it was obviously really serious and she was in the ICU for, for a couple of days. So that's not good, but she's out of the ICU, which is good so we wish her a speedy recovery and we love you madonna i was actually walking in front of her apartment i mean her brownstone in new york the other day she has a brownstone in the upper east side she converted three brownstone apartments in new york to one big one so that's about that's probably 80 million dollars of real estate right there like not far from central park She's Madonna. Anyway, well, I wish her a speedy recovery, and I fucking love her. If you you got to see her in concert. She puts on a show. Love you, Madonna. Okay, bear with me. I'm reading this from my phone. So the next thing we're talking about is Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky's divorce. Well, apparently they're separated. So they've been married for 27 years, 
Um, Mauricio is a huge real estate broker in Beverly Hills. He makes a fuck ton of money. They're separating and have, they also have three daughters together, which I didn't know that. Um, they're still living together. And I don't know if you remember back in 2010 on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Allison du- Dumois, Dubois, I don't know how to say her last name, Dubois predicted that they would get divorced as she's sucking her electronic cigarette. I just want to say right here that she invented vaping, Allison, so we could thank her for that. So I wonder if she predicted that she would be a trendsetter with vaping, that stupid electric cigarette. Don't get me started with that. It's the most annoying habit. If a guy vapes, like my vagina dries up every time. Anyway, I digress. Um, anyway, so the psychic was saying to her that Mauricio will never uh, emotionally fulfill her, and she'll stay with him for a little bit, but then when the kids get older, older they'll have nothing in common. And um, they came out with a joint statement on both their Instagrams, I'm paraphrasing. In regards to the news that came out today, um, we have no plans on divorcing. Um th- Oh, we are not get, we are not getting a divorce. In regards to the news that came out today, we are not getting a divorce. There has been no wrongdoing on any part. Although we are in the public eye, we ask for our privacy. And people pointed out that they never said they never mentioned anything about separating. They said they're not getting divorced. And um, the People magazine source said they were separating. And in the statement that they that Kyle and Mauricio posted, like I said, they mentioned divorce. Um. And over the weekend, they they were seen together in Aspen together. And um, people were, a couple years ago, people were saying that uh, Mauricio was cheating on Kyle with Dorit from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And now they're saying Kyle Richards is a lesbian and she's cheating on him with a lesbian country singer. So let me just tell you my thoughts on all of this. I think that they made up the story. They meaning Kyle Richards and Kyle Richards because she needs a storyline for next season. And how juicy is this? How juicy is this story? So that's exactly what it is. They're probably not really separating in real life, but they need to do this for the show because what else? Is, she has nothing really to offer. And I feel like her star is burning out on that franchise. And I think she was jealous that Lisa Vanderpump's show is getting all the attention. So she's like, I need to get fake divorced. And speaking of fake divorce, um, I don't even care about them, but I just felt like this is on the same topic. So let's bring it up. Kim Zolciak and her husband are now, they're not getting divorced now. They had a really messy separation and... It was like in the public eye, like accusing each other of doing drugs, accusing each other of yelling at the kids, blah, blah, blah. But now they came out saying that they are no longer separating or getting divorced. Like what the actual fuck? I'm telling you, to to be a reality star or in Hollywood and have your relationship shown, you're asking to you're asking for a breakup. I think it's the most toxic thing you could do. So I'm cool with being a podcaster, being behind the scenes, if you will, and not being in the eye like that. Cause that's just annoying. I can't imagine how 
awful that is reading just awful stories about you and comments about you. I would never, ever look at the internet. Like Chris DeCefano is a comedian who I love and he actually has been off of social media for two years and he has someone running his account. So he, he was talking about how he never knows if he's doing good or bad because he doesn't read the comments, which I guess that's what you have to do to stay sane because you would go crazy if you read all those negative comments about you. It's just not, it's not normal. So yes, to bring it back, I don't think they're actually getting divorced. They just need a storyline. So that's my thoughts on that. Okay, let's talk about it. Britney Spears slapped. So this all starts in Las Vegas. Seven foot five, 19 year old Victor. I don't know how to say his last name. Wemabinia. Don't know how to say it. He's from France. He's a top NBA draft pick. So anyway, Wednesday in Vegas, Britney Spears is walking with her husband, Sam, into the catch restaurant in Las Vegas. And um, she's a fan of Victor's and she saw him walking in to the restaurant as well. So she wanted to take a picture with him. So she starts yelling his name with a British accent and running up to him and the security person didn't even turn his head but he saw a woman approaching so he took he he blocked this woman's hand and the woman happens to be Britney Spears so he accidentally slaps Britney Spears in the face knocking off her sunglasses apparently the security guard went up to her later and apologized they squashed it and that was the end um side note Back in the day, in like 2003, Kelly Osborne was at a nightclub and she got knocked over by P. Diddy's security guard. And he felt so bad, he bought her a Rolex, sent to her house, and he sent it to her house because he felt bad that he knocked her over. Like, that's an apology. <laughs> anyway, uh, Victor claims he didn't know it was Britney Spears until the next day. He thought someone was playing a joke on him. But this contradicts the story that the security guard went up to her and apologized. So I'm like, I don't know where this... I don't know. So Victor claims that Britney Spears grabbed his shoulder, but he's also seven foot five. so I don't think that's actually possible. I'm the same size as Britney Spears. I'm 5'4". Fun fact. You already knew that, though. So I doubt I could reach five... I'm sorry. I doubt I could reach seven foot five. I couldn't do it. Um... Britney Spears said she went to go tap him, which, regardless, you shouldn't be touching anyone. It's 2023. Keep your hands to yourself. Like, don't be doing that. Um, Britney Spears claims she didn't receive an apology from the security guard, and she goes on to say that, you know, she's Britney Spears, and plenty of fans go up to her, and her security guard doesn't slap them or push them. So, touche, Britney. Touche. Uh, Britney Spears filed a police report, but there was an investigation and the f- the, it was thrown out. So um, the TMZ video shows that Britney Spears did try to tap him on the shoulder, but she couldn't reach and she actually didn't fall to the ground. And um, after that, she screams in a British accent. That's and that's America for you. Fuck all of you with a British accent. So um. 
I I feel bad. I think if he known it was Britney Spears, he wouldn't have. First of all, I don't think he knew it was happening. I think he thought a crazy fan was going up to him because who would think Britney Spears is talking in a British accent? And the security guard didn't know it was Britney Spears for sure. And um, I just think it's it was a miscommunication. And apparently, Polly Shore, the comedian, had a table at Catch that night at the same time. And um, they catch gave up his table and gave it to Britney Spears and all of his stuff was there. His fanny pack, his, his glasses, his phone, everything was at the table. So, um, Paulie Shore was just like, where is my stuff? So he had to go over to the table and the Britney Spears security wouldn't let him go over. And finally he was like, I'm Paulie Shore. All my stuff is there. And then they finally let him through. But I think that's funny that Polly Shore got dragged into this somehow, some way. But, um, you know, don't be chasing celebrities. <laughs> Sorry, Brittany. I love you to death. But, you know, I feel like this was, this could have been much, much worse. What if that was like Barack Obama or something or someone, you know, like a political person? She would have got tackled. So... I think she forgets that, you know, I mean, I know she, she's, she's Britney Spears, but she doesn't know how to function sometimes. And it could have been really bad, but I'm happy it didn't end poorly. So I'm always team Britney, but you know, you shouldn't have done that, Brit. I love you though. So I got to stick up for my girl, Kiki Palmer, who I, I think Kiki Palmer is one of the best entertainers. She could sing. She could act. She's funny. She could host. She's a podcast. She literally is the hardest working person in Hollywood. Her and Ryan Seacrest, I think she gives him a run for his money. I think she's fabulous. Anyway, she recently had a baby and um, she went to the Las Vegas Usher show and she looked hot. I mean, she had a beautiful outfit on and it was a little tight, which we love. And it was she looked great. And, um, so Usher apparently picks out celebrities in the crowd and he dances with them and he picked her and he started singing to her and she was singing the words in the microphone cause she could sing. So she was doing well. And, um, I've seen this before. Britney Spears have, has done this at her show where she picks a celebrity, brings them on stage, dances with them, and the crowd loves it because it's like, ooh, another celebrity's here. This is crazy. Well, her baby daddy, Darius, wrote on the video, he wrote, it's the outfit though, dot, 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 you a mom. Then he wrote, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase her booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. First of all, don't be telling women what to do with their bodies. Darius. And she looked fabulous. She didn't do anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a crowd. It, it, it wasn't like she was cheating on him. I, I think he looks like such a hater. I think he looks like such a dweeb. So, um... I'm on Kiki Palmer's side. I think she she can do no wrong. I think she is remarkable. And it's so dramatic that he did that. It looks it just looks so petty and jealous. If that was my husband and there was a famous singer, I'd be like, 
bring him home bring him home bring him home i don't know i i don't think i would be jealous i think it was they're just celebrities whatever i think it's so stupid that he got jealous he looks like so embarrassing on his part anyway little d's oh what else oh threads threads um so i downloaded the threads app it's like the new twitter made by facebook and um elon musk is not having it he's really upset over it it's i hate twitter to begin with but i only downloaded this app to annoy elon so take that elon we all downloaded it It, apparently it it got like five million downloads in two hours or something ridiculous like that and it took like it took instagram three years to have three million subscribers so it's it's just the fastest growing app so elon is probably losing it i think of that scene in mean girls when regina george finds out that the calteen bars are actually fattening and she screams and she runs in her house and she rips down all the photos i think of elon doing that at twitter right now just losing his shit um what else ricky martin and his bae are getting divorced they're both so fine so i want one of them i don't know which one but anyway little d's i hope you enjoyed this episode of the barely bearable podcast it, this was episode 80 um we're going strong we're going to 100 episodes then we'll reevaluate life who the, who the fuck knows but it's still pretty impressive that this is up to 80 episodes. It is. My friend Emily. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm saying her name. I'm saying her name. At episode 15, she goes, you're still doing that podcast? Yeah, bitch. We're at episode 80. So I'm dedicating this to you and Connor. Connor, you too. Connor was like, why do you, why, why are you having a podcast? I feel like everyone has a podcast. Why should I listen to you? And he was such a bitch. So take that. Take that. Take that. Anyway, bye little D's.